Hi. Hi, guys. We're back. This is Justin. And Katie Daniels. And we're back with Killers All Around Us. Welcome back, guys. We're in our new podcast studio, everybody. It's all new, soundproofed, and deluxe out here. You know, we're just doing it big. He's lying. Ha! We are currently on our front porch. So, yeah, we it was kind of a rush to get here, so... Here we are. Yeah, we're on the front. We're on the porch. It's twelve thirty at night. Yeah, I think I think we do better at night. We're ready to like shoot the shit and like talk bullshit. Uh-huh. We could bullshit a little more. I feel like because I'm not really rushed like in the daytime to get stuff done. So today's story is from St. Louis because you know we just moved to St. Louis. Woohoo! Yeah, I'm excited to hear what you got for us. So, if you didn't know, guys, St. Louis has had a serial killer. Hmm. Actually, around this time, I looked up in the article, it was it was actually two around this exact same time, or maybe even more than that. Because um, there were several women, actually, not just not just the few that I'm going to go over here today. You know, it was it was several more women actually missing in a in, showing up murdered in St. Louis, East St. Louis, around the same time. But these are the murders that are, you know, basically attributed to this one person. Wow. So, like I said, since, you know, we moved here, that's what this case is going to be about today. You know, we're keeping in the same theme. Um, But basically, today's killer was caught due to his own stupidity. You know, We love a stupid killer. You know, they all have to be, you know a little something to commit murder. I don't don't know. I I couldn't relate personally. I just, like, I love when people get caught up in their own bullshit. Yeah, they start feeling themselves and get a little cocky, and that's when they fuck up. That's usually when they fuck up. Yeah, agreed. He's no different. (laughs) He is no different. This guy um, actually may have been the first serial killer apprehended because of the fucking internet, guys. Wow, that's interesting. Police did not even really at the time want to admit St. Louis had a serial killer in like the Missouri side and the Illinois side Uh, but there like I said was a rash of killings at the time they couldn't even basically say that it wasn't it was it was crazy yeah oh my god his activities though were quoted as barely causing a ripple even in the cities that he prowled so like it honestly like crime is kind of bad here so I mean for him not to even cause a fucking ripple in the crime and, you know, be noticed that he's there's that's a serial sketchy. killer. That's sketchy that's as fuck. fucked up. That's fucked. how you know there's there's some crime going on here. Yeah. Uh, but today, I'm going to tell you about, um, uh, I don't, honestly, that's a possible serial killer because he was only really attributed to two. And they believed it could be anywhere from 12 to, to 20. People. Wow, 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 yeah. But and he was You're only technically a serial killer after, after three. three. Yeah. yeah. So, so wow, yeah, so that's why it's a possible serial killer, huh? But definitely more women are going to be attributed to him because there's just, like, hardcore evidence. But today we're talking about Maury Troy Travis. He was born October 25th, 1965. His parents were Sandra and Michael. As a teen, Maury went by Toby, 
Tobe. Right, Toby Travis. <laughs> what a name. Mm -hmm. And hey, you gotta like those two two letter names. T T T T. -t Next, Toby. I was I was Katie King. Get out of here. That was my maiden name. So it's something about them two letter names just ring. Right, to Toby I guess. Tra Toby Travis. Toby. Toby <laughs> Troy Travis. Toby. Like, okay. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, um, as a teen, he was said to have actually started killing pests and even even neighbors' dogs. Like, he is the one who said he was doing this Red as a flag. teen. Red flag. Like, that should have been an obvious sign that he, something was going on there. Right. With I, his ninty. But honestly, neighbors and family they kind of really had no idea like uh, a neighbor at the family home in ferguson they described him as quiet respectful and he sometimes motor along without even having to be asked so i mean actually he he showed her i mean how to use like an electric hedge trimmer so i mean he really wasn't too crazy like showing, of a person yeah, yeah. Like showing her like some super super crazy signs but i don't know you even the things that you were just saying i could nitpick those and be like okay weird that you're going over and just mowing a lady's yard without her no like are you using your own like weird that that is like some type of little sus yeah that i feel like that's a little like trying to show dominance or something yeah, you like know that, like that's like, what i'm that saying like, i could weird. pick that apart i could that pick is that weird. shit apart but the neighbor she knew him by toby and said that he was actually a pleasant child with a soft heart, while other neighbors who had no recollection of him at all, even being their neighbor. Like, that's weird as hell to me, too. Like, quiet, they just don't maybe. know you. He's so quiet that he just was, like, un... Like, you, un you don't know <laughs> the person that lives next door, though? Yeah, especially, like, a kid, because kids, kids are... Kids are going to be like... Da, 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 You've lived da, there da, for da. years. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that is disturbing. Like, that just shows you right there there's another red flag. I don't know. How many do you need? But, like, even several students at the at the high school he attended, McClure High School, uh, at the same time, they didn't remember him either. Like, what the hell? There was a teacher, though, that actually uh, re remembered him. Her name was Sue Hanen. She said she immediately recognized his name and his picture at the time of his arrest. Sue described him as a very quiet and withdrawn and incredibly quiet for a teenager. Like... Quiet, quiet, I guess. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Yeah, I, I definitely remember a few people in high school that were very quiet like that. But And then I also know that there are people in high school that I don't remember there, going to high school true. with. So it's like, That's true. That I worked nuts, with somebody or? that I went to high school with, and I had no idea who he was yeah. in high school. I had it's no recollection of him. It's always embarrassing, like, when you're at, well, we don't, are obviously not going to have this issue too much here, because we're not in our hometown, but, like, right. you know, being out, seeing someone from high school or, or school in general and not remembering them and they remember you, that's so, it's so embarrassing. Sorry, guys. I'm always just like, hi, hey, <laughs> how's it going? If I, don't, if I don't say your name, <laughs> I don't remember you, really. Yeah, it's all, it's all <laughs> love, man. It was a, it was a crazy four four years of my high school. <laughs> it's the craziest time of my life. <laughs> but yeah, so luckily we ain't got to deal with that bullshit no more. But yeah, the teacher, like I said, she immediately, you know, recognized him and knew who he was from, you know, his pictures and his name at the time of his arrest. She, she described him as the quiet and withdrawn kid. Uh, but he reported that at, actually at the age of 14, he fantasized about killing. That doesn't surprise me, though. 
Because, like, he was showing them the obvious red flags. I mean... True. True. But it, this was the 60s. You know, he, he was, was born in the 60s, so he wouldn't have been 14 in the 60s. He, no, no, no. He but graduated I'm, from high school in, like, 85. I'm not even saying 14. I'm talking about, like, when he started killing the fucking neighbor's dog and all that shit. That was like, in, like, the 80s. He would have been in okay, high school in, like, okay, the 80s. Okay, okay. So, I yeah, gotcha. it... it you know, he was just born in the 60s, so, I mean... How much did they know, really, about serial killers at that time? Right, though? that's what... Or killers none, in general. And even in the 80s, I mean, it was still kind of relatively new. Because now, to us, we obviously are, like, serial killer. He's obvious a, He's a psychopath. He's, you know, all these different... Yeah. Yeah. But to, You're right. But to us, like, it's obvious for us. Like, there's obvious red flags for us. Like, now we know that... Usually when children start, like, hurting animals and doing that sort of thing, that that's an, a red flag for, you know, killing. Scratchy that trying is... to make his appearance every episode. <laughs> How are we outside? And He's, he's an indoor be, cat. He, he's been outside, like, one time in his whole life. Lord, leave me alone. So, like I said, he graduated, actually, high school in 1985. Oh, so you're just going to go to the other window. Man, this cat, somebody, free cat, free cat. He's creative. He's went from the door to both windows. Like, he wants to be seen. He wants to be on the podcast, guys. <laughs> I I am so distracted. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's so cute, too. No, oh but. Oh, my God. Okay. So, after he graduated from high school in 1985, he served two years in the Army Reserve, and he worked, actually, as a medical and de- dental assistant. So he was doing pretty, well, pretty well, I feel like, actually, after high school. He was doing well. He could have been a lot. Like, why Why didn't you just keep pursuing? Like, He also worked a variety of jobs in the area during that time, working with trucking companies. He volunteered at a local nursing home. Um, you know, he was just an all-around pretty good guy then. I don't know. Yeah, and he was kind of quiet, and, like, people were, like, obviously not a super offended by it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he was so quiet. So I bet he did come off as relatively nice and respectful. He was this quiet is, as fuck. This is when things started kind of going a little awry. Maury okay. went to college in 1987 at Morris Brown College in Atlanta. Shout out. I went to see them um, on a college tour. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I remember you there. telling me about that. But I wanted to go to Tuskegee. That was the, my The favorite. one that you like, yeah. Yeah. But, so, around this time, um, he actually had started developing a $300 a day Coke crack cane <laughs> habit. $300 a day crack habit, wow. guys. Wow. So, that obviously took control of his life. Um so, and really, this is kind of where things got foggy, because I read a couple different things. I read that he dropped out of, of college, and then I read that he was on spring break in 1988. So, I mean, it kind of, I don't know if he really dropped out or if he was just on, summer, just on a break, you know. Or, yeah, well, yeah, like spring break or whatever. But during that time, he robbed five shoe stores like, well, in I wonder an eight-day period. Like, I, I'm sorry to mean to cut you off, but, like, I wonder how the, like... I, I obviously we talked about the red flags, but my whole thing is how did it get to this? Like, he was on crack. I mean, a three hundred dollar like, a day crack no, habit. That, how that? else do you feed that? No, no, but even that, like, how did this escalate so bad? Do you think it could have been from the military? Could it have been from something that stemmed from? I don't even think it could have been that bad. He was in the army reserve, so he really yeah. wasn't even like I feel like Active deployed duty. like that. Yeah, I mean, he might have, you know. 
here and there, but I don't think they get deployed all the time. I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong, Internet. Yeah. Everybody, but I'm just I, trying I don't to know. correlate like how like what happened here. Where did things start spiraling? I mean, obviously with the drugs. He like, had a he had a pretty good life. Yeah. He, he really had a, did. A, he had a pretty good life, and it, uh, honestly, he you know was making things work for himself. He, you know. <clears throat> That addiction, Choking. man. That addiction, it grabs you and it takes hold of you. Yeah, that's honestly where I think it happened. Um, but, like, when he was actually arrested, uh, they pulled him over based on the description of his car. Mm-hmm. A- arresting officer reported that he was, quote, respectfully and quiet and reserved. So, nothing like you would think a person who would rob five shoe stores in an eight-day period would really be like, right? Yeah, you wouldn't would think not. they'd be super quiet and <laughs> calm and That's just getting super, arrested, right? Honestly, he has the best life alibi. Like, his whole life, he's been super quiet, so... Like, he'd go never... Off then. He'd never... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not. I'm like, not, he I'm wasn't... Not. He obviously wasn't your typical criminal, guys, you know? Yeah. He pled guilty to the robbery, so clearly he did it. Uh, on June 9th, I'm sorry, January 19th, 1989, he told the court that he used a plastic gun to rob the stores and used the money to buy drugs. So, it was that crack cocaine habit, guys. Yeah. It's a fucked up drug. He also told the judge that he was sh- so strung out that he hardly remembered the robberies. The, wow. That's fucked up. Yeah, so he was just speeding through it all. Yeah, he hardly remembers any of it. The judge sentenced him to 15 years in prison, and he wrote thousands of letters to the judge, basically, you know, pleading and begging and saying that he had changed his life uh, and only committed the crimes because of his drug addiction. Did they say how much he stole? No, I didn't get a, a number amount, but... Yeah, that's crazy. He, that's a crazy sentence there's, for... There's shoe stores. I mean, honestly, I don't feel like they'd have that much money. That's but, my point. Like, they couldn't. he couldn't have taken that much. Was it just the, the maybe, planning of doing all five? And I like, mean, you worked in, like, a little store in the mall. They didn't, what, $1,800 maybe at the most in a day? I mean, no, I mean, I guess a maybe, maybe a little more here, too, but not that much. And I'm sure he didn't get it all. I mean, obviously, he didn't give a fuck the amount of money he was getting. He just knew it was going to be enough for... It was going to be more than he had. (laughs) Right. But but I'm just saying, like, damn, five. That's probably... I'm thinking maybe that's why he would have gotten that huge... It probably wasn't the amount, but... The judge sentenced him to 15 years in prison, (laughs) like I said. and And he wrote thousands of letters. The judge, you know to the judge basically saying that he was changed and that he only committed it because of the drugs and uh, he also wrote letters and to the judge saying how he wanted to kill himself like what? to the judge? like, like you want to kill yourself? I don't think that's how that works if you want to commit suicide you usually commit suicide you don't write a whole letter and it, to and a judge to a judge I was about to say if you're going to write a letter it definitely wouldn't be to a fucking judge <laughs> obviously the, ju- the, letter, the letters had no impact on the the judge but he was paroled actually in uh 1994 june 14th after only spending five years and three months in prison after he was sentenced to 15 guys that's kind of kind of fucked up right i mean just a me thing so after prison 
it's about when he started using, you know, sex workers and when he would pay for sex workers, he would actually pay them to have rough sex, mm. which, you know, most likely tamed his dark side for a while because remember when he was 14, he clearly had dark images and wanted to kill people and shit like that, you know? Right. Um, so... Around that time, he lived in a duplex on Lucas and Hunt Road and shared a basement with a neighbor. Uh, the neighbor was actually Reverend Linda Harrison. She said that she, you know, had the tiny, never had even the tiniest problems with him uh, while he lived there. And her son and Maury would actually often drink beers together in front of their homes. Hmm. He, um, actually had a couple other stints in prison on drug-related charges, which is a clear violation of your probation, guys. Um, so, be aware. Yeah, what the fuck? The, um, first was about February of 98 to January of 99, and the second time was November of 2000 to March of 2001. Mm. So, after prison, he took a job and, you know, some he took some jobs and worked a few different restaurants in Chesterfield, Missouri, a suburb of St. Louis, uh, like around the west side. Uh, and he also worked at the Mayfair, Mayfair, Jesus, I can't talk. That is weird. The Mayfair Hotel downtown St. Louis. During uh, those prison stays, though, police believed that's actually when he committed his first murder. Because on July 31st, 2000, so he would have been out because he went back to prison November of 2000, remember? Mm. The body of a 61-year-old sex worker, Mary Shields, was found strangled to death in an abandoned building in East St. Louis. Now, there there wasn't too much really about her life, um, and police had no leads at the time, so the case went cold. Wow, 61 and a sex worker still. That's like fucked that up. is so fucked. It's a like, because you just hope that at that point you're not still having to even think about working, and then your sex work. I mean, sex work. Awful. I, I'm not, you know, knocking sex workers because do your thing, but there's no 401k. There's right. no retirement. Yeah, and you're not you paying into social security. You're not paying into Social Security. Shit, so. I'm tired now, so I can only imagine at 61. You. I wouldn't want to be out there hustling like that to... I don't I just want to be sitting on the couch somewhere. For real. And I don't even know if I want to be on the couch. <laughs> in the bed. In the bed. <laughs> in, the, in the bed. In the bed sleeping. I'm going to be sleeping. Slapping. Sleeping with the cover over my face. You do that now. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, however... You know, through this time, he was engaged, actually. His fiance left him, though, um, which that may have actually triggered his dark side to kick in. Because, like, during those prison stints, you know, she left him. So, I, that's when I think he couldn't actually handle it any longer. And he started to feed those dark desires. So, um, Maury actually began to frequent an area called The Stroll. Everywhere has one. This one is a few blocks away from Fox Theater in front of the Salvation Army's Harbor Light Center, if you guys need to know. Hmm, okay. I won't be there, but you guys may want to be there. Hmm. I don't know. I right. don't know your lives. Right. 
he uh, would go pick up sex workers and take them back to his house where they would casually smoke crack together as one <laughs> gotcha. would do. Yeah. You know. As you as as you do, you know. In the home's basement that's where he started showing his dark side guys. Maury would abuse these women to death and videotape his demented fucking crimes, guys. Uh that's ugh, sick. Once the women were lured into his home, he would tie them up basically saying that he was interested in, you know, BDSM because people are interested in that. I mean, I'm sure sex workers do with that a lot, but then he would actually hold the women hostage and sometimes even for days at a fucking time. During the torture sessions, Maury would beat, rape his victims, you know, repeatedly, repeatedly while recording the brutal attacks on fucking video. The, the majority of his killings took place during 2001 to 2002, almost immediately after he was released from prison. Mm-hmm. Like, almost immediately. Because, like I said, he was released from prison that last time in March of 2001. Mm-hmm. The body of her name, Alasia Greenwade, she was found in Washington Park on April 1st. Wow. 2001. Alasia was 34. She was born July 30th, 1967. She was a mother of two. You know, she was actually recently out of jail herself and was back on the streets using crack again. She lived in a church community and basically wanted to escape the life. And, you know, she didn't want to be using or prostituting anymore. She, like I said, she lived in the community church. The reverend she lived with in the community recalled a story about how excited Alasia was and wanted to, uh, the reverend actually speak with the man that she had met that evening. The reverend told her, okay, you know, let's, let's put him on the phone. So when she talked, when, when he talks to her, um, she, the reverend told the man, Take care of Alasia, and the unknown man answers back, quote, You don't have to worry about her tonight because she's with me and she's safe. Okay. Like, <laughs> you're, uh, like, over-saying this too, way too many times. Like, like she's fine. She's going to be fine. Don't worry. She's fine. She's with me. She's good. She's good. She's good. She's good. She's good. She's <laughs> like, good. Um, or is she not? Because you're um, making me really nervous. I'm now. already nervous, but... <laughs> Less than nine hours after that fucking conversation the, with the Reverend, Alasia was found dead and partially clothed and dumped on a back road in the park. Damn, that's fucked up. R.I.P. to these women. Like, I know that they were struggling and going through a hard time, but they definitely did not deserve that fate. You know? They could have turned their life around at any point, and he and took people, that away from and them. And people always want to say, yeah, sex work is a risk. That's what you chose, and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Well, what the fuck? That's bullshit. You, you get up there and clean a skyscraper, you have, you risk fucking falling off that bitch, don't you? That's a risky job. Every day. Like, get the fuck out of here. Right. So, yeah. No, I don't want to hear that out. goddamn excuse. Yeah. Fuck that. Shout out to the sex workers, shout out to like, the um, strippers, the escorts. Anybody risking your life, uh, honestly, because Only shit. fans, uh, all that shit. Uh, That's all risky, too. It, all of it is. And, and you know, paying to your 401ks. If but you don't have one, create one on your own, because 
once you're 61, you don't want to be out there still doing the same things and trying to make money and live life. Because it's hard. It's hard now. So make sure the 401ks are going, guys. Yeah. If you don't know how to work it, Google it. Yeah, but shout out to them. It's a hard life. But like I said, at any point, they could have um, gotten clean and turned their life around. And he took that away from them. Yep. So for no reason. So. Yep. And people are different. Sometimes it takes them once. Sometimes it takes them seven times. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know what's going to be that pusher to make them, you know. And, and then you just, just take that chance away. Like Elijah, like she even talked about how she did not want to be doing that. Like no one, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to say everyone, no one wants to be doing that. But I mean, I, I'm assuming no one wants to sell their body um, to make money. I, I, to I do don't drugs, know. Yeah, for sure. to do drugs, to have drug money. Um, I don't think anyone, you know, is a willing participant and just, participant wants to do and that. And just really is like, yeah, that's my yeah, goal. So, yeah, so it's like to know that she wanted to get out of that and be out of that. It's but fucked. It's, so, it's yeah. fucked. Yeah, it really is. Like, he's a piece of shit. Guess what, though? Three days later, April 4th, so literally three days later, a 44-year-old woman named Barbara Sparks was found near death in East St. Louis. So the article I read never really named the woman, but I got her name from a podcast I listened to. It's called Crimes and Consequences, which was a really good podcast about this episode, guys. They went into super de- details um, that based, that really no other articles I found. So I'm not sure. Oh, no, they, she said she got it from a book. I didn't read a book, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm not the book person. I'll listen yeah. to podcasts, watch videos, watch movies, YouTube, yeah. yeah, watch, you know, movies, and research, you know, online, but I, I don't, mm-mm. I'm not the one for a book, really. I don't know. Not your type of research? No. Um, but Barbara was actually beaten so badly, she was not able to identify her attacker and police suspect that Maury was her attacker uh, but the article actually I read like I said didn't say anything about how they came to the conclusion or what evidence that they had to even say you know that it's him but to me I mean it seems like dude was a little on, on the crazy side so I mean he might have been the one that did it but the podcast actually mentioned um, that Barbara, she is still currently living in a facility in Illinois, and she has to be taken care of 24-7 due to that incident. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. So she literally I wonder. <laughs> has to be fully taken care of 24-7. I wonder she was if she, beaten so badly. I wonder if she recalls any of that. Like, like from time to time or like just in general just in yeah in general like after it happened like if she was beaten so bad that it just i don't know that's that's crazy to still survive that and have to remember that and then know that he didn't wasn't even you know didn't even get in trouble for her no nope. really like no that's so fucked up like you can go out there and do that to somebody and you're not going to get a charge for that like it's fucked <clears throat> like and this was in the early 2000s people mm-hmm. so this is not even like we're talking... It was 20 years ago, I guess. Yeah, but still definitely not like in the 60s, the fucking 70s, 80s. I mean, we're talking early 2000s here, so... Like, I, I think <clears throat> at that point, we hope that, that, you know... 
shit's better. <laughs> and and not it. fucking just people are running around fucking serial killers still. Right. Like, what the hell? Can we get our grips and figure out these people? Who the or? fuck is... How was it 20 fucking 21? There's... there. I remember looking at an article. I don't know how true it was. Because it said that um, a place in Illinois was... Possibly had a serial killer. Uh, I don't even remember where it was, but it was near Chicago. But I definitely, you know, am thinking like in 2021 where everyone has security cameras. There's a security fucking camera on this tree right here. 12 feet from me. <laughs> a tree. A tree, guys. I mean, they're everywhere. Like, they're no, no everywhere. Shit, no shit could pop off right here and them not know. That's why I chose this place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... No, like literally. How could you get away with any of that in 2021? And your phones record where you are, you know, all Everything. that shit. It's crazy. Everything. Can they pop on a tower and see who all used the tower and bullshit like that from so this location? Many like, so many it's ways. It's just crazy. But, like, from when Barbara was attacked, there was actually a short cooling off period because. He didn't attack, um, or at least they couldn't connect any more murders until May 15th, which was like another month, but it was a short cooling off period for his span to only have been 2001 to 2002, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. The the body of 36-year-old Teresa Wilson, she was found in West Alton. Teresa was a prostitute and a known crack addict. Uh, she worked in Baden's North Broadview no, sorry, Baden's North Broadway area. She was bound with duct tape, and Maury put tape over her eyes and then drug her down the stairs. Mm. The details were all being recorded. Then he goes on to fucking wrap a belt around her neck and chokes her and releases her so she can regain consciousness. And he keeps doing this over and over and rapes her while he's doing this over and over. I think that that just takes it to a whole new level. Like you're you're literally toying with someone's life. Like, like you you choke her out until she she passes out and then let's let her come back. Like this is so fucked up. But trigger warning because this is the really fucked up part. He raped her and he assaulted her with a plunger. To the point where the plunger stick broke off inside her. Oh my god, that is horrifying. And, her, and so painful. Her cause of death could not actually even be immediately determined. But court records link her death to Maury because obviously the tape. Yeah. He recorded it. Right. Uh, what the fuck? So, he had about another eight-day cooling-off period, so no cooling-off period, really. On May 23rd, the body of 46-year-old Betty James was found in St. Louis. Betty was found in the locks of Kernley. Between the locks of Kernley Avenue and Matif. Matif. How do you say that? <laughs> How do you say that? Maffit. Maffit. It's M-A-F-F-I-T-T, guys. Maffit Avenues. So, if I butchered if it, you it which there, I probably do, if you live on Maffit Avenues in Ken- Kennerly, 
Sorry. 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 <laughs> you don't even have to tell Damn. us. Damn. Fucked it. I don't even want to hear it. I know I fucked it. But those roads in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> those roads. Those two roads we just tried to say. So she she was basically um, a prostitute as well. And drugs and blood tests confirmed that she had crack cocaine in her blood system. But Mary was actually, um, after Maury's arrest, I'm sorry, not Mary, after Maury's arrest, uh, police found a torture video with Betty in it, and he had strangled her until her legs stopped twitching. And then, once he was done, he dumped her body and then ran her dead body over, and she had a tire track on her fucking leg. That later matched Maury's tires. Which is kind of fucked to me because he wasn't caught for over like a year later. So so I'm thinking his tires barely had any fucking tread left on them. <laughs> to even be tested to right. be real. What the fuck? Like, bro, they you, got lucky with that one. You should have had your tires changed already. You And you ran over a person. Not- Excuse me, sir. Those, there's no th- tread left on those fucking tires. Again... If you knew you ran over somebody... Why wouldn't you get your tires changed anyway? Right. It didn't have to be the next day. I mean... Obviously, you kept it for a fucking year. <laughs> like... Damn. People kill me. <laughs> and Maury, you know, he did wait another month before his next attack, but... Uh, oh, ne- did he? Yeah. He graciously he, waited. He gave us a little bit of a time, <laughs> what you the know. Fuck? The next attack, though, would be Verona Thompson... Her body was found on June 29, 2001, in a ditch. She was 36 at the time of her death. So, the fucked up thing here is Verona's body was found only 16 feet from where Teresa's body was found a month and a half before. In that West Alton area. So, yeah, he just basically, like, over there is that 16 feet to that piece of brick wall right there. That's right across there. You see that? So my only, th- so my whole thing. Maybe closer. So my whole thing is he he. Be- this obviously is just a, a huge stomping ground where people are like you know dumping those type ground. of uh, n- well dumping ground no but I'm saying like where he f- finds Frequence. those people. Yeah, like if this is somewhere that he- or somewhere he's used to because like I said it was in the West Alton area. It wasn't where he picked him up. Yeah. So, I mean, it just might have been somewhere he's, no, you know, to, yeah, used yeah. to. Yep. Like, I, you know, I know a couple places, like, where I stayed in the Airbnb. I know, like, that place, really, that area a little bit. Yep. But not much more, you know. Yeah. I know where we live, obviously, which we're not saying because stalkers and weirdos and clearly tr- Maury's out there. So, um, you really we're not going to say that. You'll find out. No. Fuck that. No, you won't. <laughs> I'll shoot your ass. Boom, butter, boom. And we got cameras, so anyway. <laughs> right. So, like I said, um, Maury, you know, he killed most of his victims in the same manner. He would often strangle, then rape, then strangle, then rape. In in the videos, he verbally abused the women. And uh, in the video of Verona, he actually tased her with a stun gun before killing her. And I, honestly, this time was no different. She was strangled and raped after that. Wow. Like, how fucked? 
How many people does he have to do this to before... You know what I mean? Like, this is bullshit. So, on August 25th, the body of 50-year-old Yvonne Cruz was found in East Lake, East St. Louis. She also was bound, tortured, murdered, and tossed out like, like basically like litter like into the shrubs. So sad. She was found nude in a ditch. Semen was found inside that matched the victim who survived, actually. Barbara Sparks. So what? he left semen in both of these women. Uh, and this was in 2001, that. guys. So, I mean, there was DNA, but, I mean, it was a baby stage DNA, but, bruh. DNA. What the fuck? <laughs> right. And... You know, his next attack wasn't actually until October 8th, 2001. He attacked 33-year-old Brenda Beasley. Beasley? She I'm was sorry. R.I.P. She was found next to a fire hydrant covered in weeds. She had ligature marks on both her wrists and ankles. Her cause of death was a blow to the head. That's different. Right. Brenda, so I, I'm thinking if the, she had a bullet to the head, something might have went a little different in that in that something scenario that he wasn't anticipating. Yeah. So something went bullet awry. to the head, you know, and the most of the other ones have been. Uh, yeah, he strangled them. Sorry, I was like my black. No, no, no. I'm. You're good. I was just thinking, like, like you said instantly. I was thinking, well, maybe he didn't do that one. But then, like you said, something crazy could have happened where she wasn't going for that shit. She yeah. turned a certain way. She fought him off. She was stronger than him. Or, for sure. And he was like, "Fuck! I just gotta kill her. I'm not gonna be able to do all that." And then accidentally killed her. Hit her too hard. Like. Right. Because in this, in Brenda's case, she was last reported seen the night before working the stroll. Mm. So, you know, honestly, it could have been something crazy that, you know, that happened and he didn't have to get her out of there, you know? Yeah. And that's what I'm leaning towards. She also had DNA inside her that matched Javon and Barbara. So, clearly, we have the same person doing these in, attacks. Inside of her? Yes. Inside that is so of her. Fucked. That matched Javon and Barbara. That is so fucked. Is this guy showering at all, or? I don't know. You sick ass hat. I mean, it's been two months almost, hopefully. Like, what the August fuck? August to October. On January 30th, so he gave it a little rest, at least, you know, what they could find. He gave it a little rest from October 8th to January 30th. That's what, three months, almost four? Mm-hmm. Remains were found near, oh, I'm going to really butcher this one, Mascatoa. Mascatoa. That looks good. I think you got it. Let's see if Siri could tell me. Oh, no, she, she's a dumb bitch. She's she can't not tell me. She can't tell me on this Google Doc. She said, nope, not today. Mascatoa. So. <laughs> you said it different, two different ways now, and you said it so confidently. That one. It's Mascata. Okay. Fuck it. Whatever it is. I don't know. They were, you, you know. live there? Fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm just Damn. Mascata. Get in her inbox and 
kick her ass, please. I'm Not just mine. kidding, guys. That's I'm Katie. I'm just kidding. Let it roll off the shoulders. I'm just kidding. Okay. So, like I said, remains were found there, guys. They were that of a black woman. All of these have been black women, if I didn't specify. Sorry. So he's I've definitely a, got a, at least a type here. So... The remains were of a black woman wearing a black sleeveless cat suit. It was estimated that she was dead up to a year. So somewhere, you know, in 2001, guys, what she would have went missing. She was dead up to a year, and she was estimated between 20 and 40 years old, which is a really big range of years to estimate, but keep this all in mind. Um, she had evidence actually of healed fractures on her uh, nose, rib, wrists, lower back, and left ankle. She was linked as one of the women in Maury's snuff films, but to this day they still don't know her identity. So, uh. rewind that description. I'm not going to say it again, rewind it for yourselves. If you're in the St. Louis area, you have someone you know that was missing that may fit this missing woman's description. Please check her out just to make sure. Like, if you had, like, someone in the area, if, like, if, I don't it know. It was 20 years ago, guys, but, I mean, if you have a missing relative 20 years ago is yesterday. I'm sure you remember it. She was in a black hat suit. Come on. I mean, I... Something. That's rememberable. Look online. Look her up. Something, because I'm telling you, this is how we solve cases, guys. We have to come together. So, please, if you know something, say something. Thank you. Yes, like, you have to. Like, I think with us, with the whole Angie case, it, uh, Angie Barlow case, you gotta, I know we've talked about it before briefly a little bit. And I bit. know I said I'm going to get there, and I'm definitely going to get there. I um, just, it's it's going to take me a minute. It's definitely opened my eyes. Yeah. It definitely has. If you know something, you have to say something. And it's important. And like Angie's mom has said, Christina, this does not make you a snitch. That does not make you anything. Someone lost a family member, and you're doing the right thing. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you. Yes. Agreed. On March 11th, remains were found in Madison County near Highland, so, I'm going to say that again. Remains were found in Madison County near Highland, March 11, 2002. It was another black woman between 23 and 40. So, how they got that range, I really I don't know. Yeah. But she was wearing gray shorts and a man's Tommy Hilfiger shirt. It was estimated this woman had been dead for at least four to six months. So, that would be like the end of 2001 guys so maybe like the the age couldn't be identified because the time that it was just decomp. decomp yeah i'm sure it's just from decomp they, they just gave her a range yeah but her remains are still unidentified she's known as madison county jane doe so obviously check her out as well if you have anyone missing around that time in this area you freaked out you heard the noise? Yeah, yeah, I heard some shit out here. It's like 1 o'clock in the morning. What the fuck are people doing outside? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, we're we're outside. outside. No, that, that's, 
the point. I'm just kidding. No one's out here but us. So, Madison County Jane Doe, guys. Look into her. <clears throat> please, please. We're creeping Katie out with the with the true crime. No, because I'm no, I'm fine because I I no offense, I'm not I'm not out there tooting right now. Oh. Prostituting, so. So you're good. You're I, at home. I, in out this on case, your porch. in this case, in this case, I'm not saying I'm safe from other things, but for this situation. I, I think you don't think Maury's coming after you. Yeah, I think I'm well, okay. you've talked hella shit about Maury. He might fuck Maury at this point. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> he might come out and break out just to come fuck you up. I am also almost in his age range. Twenty twenty three to forty. <laughs> <Eek>. <laughs> That's a huge age range. <laughs> Stupid. You dumb man. You dumb. Oh, oh man. So. We're gonna go here. Um, the I don't want to say the last, but maybe the last one that we're gonna talk about was on March twenty eighth, two thousand two. A five foot one inch, thirty three to fifty year old black woman was found dead. Her cause of death was ruled a homicide because thirty three to fifty. How do you just normally die on your own? I mean, unless it's like yeah disease come on guys like the other Jane Doe's she was only linked to Maury because of the tapes in his basement she still remains unidentified again check on yo people so they can bring these people's family some peace please that's just so fucked that like they found these these fucking videos like he like you took these videos you basically told on your damn self. Like, right. Like, for your own little personal gain, you took these videos. Like, I don't know if it was part of your torture technique that you thought that it would scare them or if that was a trophy for you. I don't know what it was, but... Huh. I didn't even think about it being a torture technique for him to yeah. show that video to the next person. Yeah, or or even I just, like... I think you're crazy, too. That's fucked up. Yeah, or not only just I was that. definitely thinking of it to be, like, a trophy, him to relive yeah. it. Like, you know, during those two months or during that period well, where he doesn't. it's just fucked if, like, you're getting raped and beat and he's recording it. That's another, traumatizing. That's another, yeah, trauma. Like, people are going to see that. Like, like, I know you're not Even gonna... if he didn't kill you. Yeah, like, that's fucked. Like, like takes it to a whole new level. Like, yeah. you're videotaping me right now while I'm, like, literally. Such a like. It's like. Shame. Yeah. Shaming. Yeah, yeah. It's fucked. Embarrassing them, like trying yeah. to insult them even further. You're if right. If that's even possible. You're, I think you're right. So fucked, man. So He's got mommy issues or something. He, honestly, and things at that time, they were going good for him because clearly he was doing his thing and getting away with it until Travis got cocky. <laughs> oh, that's when it happens. Here we go, guys. He's like, oh, I can do this. I've done it 17,000 fucking times. Right. No one gives a shit about these people. Nobody's we seeing do. them. Nobody's, you know, even giving a damn after they find them. Basically, because yeah. like, police oh, didn't even want to admit that there was somebody killing these women. One, they didn't want to admit it. And two, let's be real. 
how people feel the stigma about sex, sex workers. workers. Like I said, yeah. You know, so they're like, oh, it's a risky job. Well, that's what they're you get. They were a crackhead. Blah, blah, blah. So right. Thank you. They were on drugs and they were out there. It's the risk that they take. No, do your fucking job and research every crime and every murder Thank like you. you would for anyone fucking else. Thank because you. they're a human, regardless for what they fucking do. Thank you. Like, bruh, do your job. Let's let's retrain these police. But anyway, that's a different topic. <laughs> Man, I can go on about that. Yeah, but for we're not. We probably lose people doing yeah. that. Uh, and we need y'all. Yeah, and we ain't gonna go the political route. So go ahead. So, like I said, police still they didn't even want to admit that they had a serial killer. And like I said at the time, they had multiple serial killers in the area. So that's another story though for another time because I. I'm going to look into that even further. That's fucked too. Like, uh, no wonder the police were just like, well, don't know, gotta move on. Yep, because there was more than oh just God. one serial killer. There was multiple fucking people showing up dead all the, all over the place. And really, this case kind of just got, like, luckily got uh, so much more evidence because his dumbass He's made dumbass. all these videos. Yeah, he <laughs> recorded it. But, um, now, during the span of crimes, you know, the St. Louis Post dispatched the like the quote newspaper. They ran one fucking profile piece. Wow. One. What an insult. And it was on Teresa Wilson. She, she um sorry, not she. This was, you know, when Bory decided it was a brilliant idea to, you know, basically get recognized for what he had done. He wrote a letter to the newspaper. Let me, you know, tell you what he wrote. Dumbass. He Already. wrote, I'll tell you where many others are. To prove I'm real, here's directions to number 17. So, with that note, he added an attached computer-generated map. So, you know, fuck it. The letter, you know, they also had the return on the return address. He had, I throttled him. So, I don't know what the fuck that really meant. But the articles I kept reading say that it was a bondage website. So, mm-hmm. like, about BDSM or something. I, I don't know. I, I'm, And I'm not looking that up. So, that's yeah. not going to be in my search history. But there was no saliva. I was already thinking, I'm, I'm definitely searching that. <laughs> I just want to know now. And I, you're like, I'm definitely not. I definitely. I don't want that in my history to be popping up with random shit like that on Facebook. Oh, you know, yeah. Facebook does that dumb shit. You are good so on it. right. You're so right. I do not need no bondage. ads. Yeah, look, I, I didn't say bondage seven times. They probably going to show me a bondage ad anyway. Oh, you're not wrong because you know Wish already tries to show, sell fucking dildos and, and crack pipes. Clear and... underwear and shit. <laughs> I hate fucking those Wish ads. You're right. Where, who them. sent you? Fuck you. Fucking so bitch. That's been like I think that's what we should name this because I think I've like said fuck you to like fuck you <laughs> five different people. I'm I'm sorry guys. I'm sorry. So we're not saying we're not having it. St. Louis had a serial killer. It's fuck you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. All right. So I throttled him. That's I, I throttled him. T h r a l. Sorry. T h r a l l d. O-M. Yeah. I throttled him. In case anybody else is curious about that. That's weird so, as fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Now, uh, I'll say that 
the, that's a weird word. Yeah, I get it. I yeah. I know. Don't over explain it. Fuck them uh people people, okay. people who's gonna bitch about it. Yeah, it. She meant that. What I said. Fuck right. That. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Carry on. So on the on the letter though, there was no fingerprints. So he must use gloves. No saliva. Must use like a sponge or something. Nothing. So he was a little smarter, I guess, than some people. Yeah. But the letter was actually sent locally, and it had uh, post local postage on it. Uh, when police search, they find, you know, decompo- decomposing, I can't say that word, decomposing remains on May 28th. What, uh, you know, I just went over a few seconds ago about, so, the, the Jane Doe with the khakis, and those remains were literally across the road from two other victims that had previously been discovered. Mm. So, what Maury didn't realize was that map he generated from the website Expedia.com was fucking able to be tracked, you dumb shit. Ha ha. <laughs> Police quickly realized that, because who doesn't? It's It probably had Expedia's logo in it and everything, nah. you dumb shit. <laughs> Not his dumb ass. He didn't realize. He's born in the fucking 60s. Right. He's like, they're never going to They're gonna never going to figure it out. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Got it. Got him. <laughs> Police, like I said, quickly. They reach out to Expedia, the, ma- the company, and... You know, the company finds out the IP address that looks up, you know, that specific map recently. There was only one IP address that had recently downloaded the map from the site. Wow, Maury, Troy, Travis, you dummy, Toby. What the fuck, bro? Like, you, you just, like, gave yourself up, man. Dumbass. I'm so happy you did. Like, that IP address, bro, you literally let them into your door. You, you let them You let them into your house. <laughs> he was like, mm-hmm, I'm gonna be cocky and write the, like, you should have never even took it there. Like, you could have probably creepily still been out if you would have never done that. Yeah, because, I mean, he obviously was doing just fine. So, on June 7th, 2002, police knock on the door of Maury Travis. He answers the door, just waking up, apparently, because he met the investigators at the door in his underwear. He was super groggy and and agitated. Officers described him as, though, a normal guy and intelligent, actually. I mean, he went to, like I said, Morris, so. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, come on. He had to be somewhat smart. After he uh, quickly gets dressed, the investigators question him in the living room for a couple hours, trying to even make small talk with him. And he just deflects all the questions. Like he's not guilty. He's just like, what the fuck are y'all doing here? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, one the one of the interviews I heard, he was like, the officers, I guess, showed him a picture. And he said, let me see those dead bitches again. See, I wasn't going to write that into my article, but... That is so fucked up. It's so fucked up. And, like, honestly, there's a lot of recording, sound, audio, video... Of him? Yeah, out there. Mm. There's a lot of it. I'm not including any of that. But there's a lot of it. So, basically, you just sounded super, like, super um, shitty there. I was off-put by that. 
Yeah, no wonder, because that's fucked up. Like, not let me see... No. Like, sir. Yeah, I was really just Let's just take off. you in now. Right. Underwear and all. The officers... <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> Room Raider status. We just taking you out of the house without no shit. <laughs> Room no Raiders! Yes, from MTV. <laughs> we rushing you out the fucking door. You ain't getting your shoes. We ain't getting no fucking clothes. And you going to fuck the jail, sir. Oh, now that I've forgotten all about where I was. <laughs> Y'all, I loved Room Raiders. I always kept made sure my underwear drawer looked okay because I was always super scared. And then, like, I guess I, I had the realization, like, oh, this is not real. That's not going to happen. This is not a real it's fake. It's, it's literally fake. Carry on. Oh, oh I'm MTV. Those were the good old days. I am screaming. Oh shit. <laughs> so him deflecting the questions, you know, talking ill on the dead. I'm not gonna repeat yeah, that that's again. Up. The officers, you know, said that never once he came out. They never came out and said, you know, why they were at his house. I guess Maury never asked while they were there why they actually were at his house <laughs> so uh they're just chilling yeah like what's up guys he, they're just talking no, to him about the, the the dead girls and what's been going on but they didn't tell him why they were at his house like is that even like <laughs> so he yeah. never admitted anything to the police he you know said he never the police said he never denied anything either though uh officers said he seemed more interested in knowing how they found him by asking questions like, what led the police to his home? And how did they know he was the guy? If that's not some guilty shit, I don't know what it is. No, honestly, I think at this point he was just like, okay. How did you know it was me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he wanted like, to get caught. a stupid look, you dumb bitch. Like, I think he wanted to get caught at that he point. He wanted somebody to stop me. Maybe. Maybe that's what all ha what happens to them all, I feel like. It should. It kind of seems, like, more humane. Like, I hope. When investigators told him about the map, he cussed and said something like, because it bleeped it out, you know. I'm just putting the cuss words where I kind of see them. But he said something like, fucking computer, damn internet. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like, like somebody born in the fucking 60s. Like, he, bruh, cut it out. Police eventually guided him to a police car. Because, come on, bro, room raiders. Ah, yes. Let's go. And <laughs> Let's he, go. He agreed <laughs> to go to the station with them. Several times during an eight-hour interview with the police. Eight hours. I'm probably just shooting the shit. His, like. <laughs> his head drops into his hands, and he realizes, you know, what's really going on, and it hits him. And he is quoted saying things like, I'm toast, I'm toast. Officers said that he showed no signs of remorse, though, nor any fucking feelings of guilt. Nothing. No, oh, I believe that. I mean, obviously, he he carried out these crimes. I feel like so many time after time after time after time. Like, if you and felt, recorded it, yeah. Like so if, clearly, you have no guilt or remorse. You you fucking videotaped it for so you, you to see. You could relive it, so you could fucking see it again. You piece of shit. Officers, like I said, no remorse. Police, uh, Maury though was arrested and charged with murder. 
because he murdered bitches. Like, damn, bro, you was murdering women. What the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Stupid mm-hmm. fuck. When police search his home, he lived in at the time. I'm going to shout this address out because I got a story for you at the end of this. The police search his home at 1001 Ford Drive in Ferguson, Missouri. 1001 Ford Drive in Ferguson, Missouri. The house is owned by his mother. Uh, But when they search it, they found some pretty fucked shit in the basement. Maury had transformed the whole basement into a secret torture chamber with BDSM equipment everywhere. In your mom's basement. Which, you know, kind of by itself, you're like, okay, it's just, you know, his playroom, he's into BDSM, but when he also has a stun gun and, you know, newspaper clippings about the murders who were his suspected victims, um, and the fact that police noticed blood on the wall that had been painted over with blood covering it, with paint over it, with blood covering it, with paint over it. Just like keep layers and layers and layers of this, guys. It kind of takes it up a notch. Ew, <laughs> like ew. The it police were like, takes it what up the a notch or ten. Did you think that this paint, like, this that's what they were probably thinking like, though? Like, why did you even keep doing this over and over like, again? I can tell that's blood. <laughs> like, why didn't you try to clean this up before you painted it? Sir. Obviously, he wasn't You a need very new ha- drywall here. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? You need some awesome. You need to not murder people. <laughs> there you go. That's what the one I'm going to stick with. Yep, same. So, that was not even really the worst of it, because, you know, I've been mentioning this the whole time. Police found several videotapes, guys. Several. Several videotapes. One of the videotapes was labeled, Your Wedding Day. The video started out, you know, I believe the podcast said like a normal, you know, video. 20 minutes actual footage of a fucking wedding. Then the frame cuts into a brutal scene. Brutal fucking scene. So that's how he's hiding... He shows, the scene shows him tying a woman up, torturing her, beating them, raping them. One scene showed Maury smothering one of his victims to death. Are the, are, I'm sure that you didn't look at these videos. I didn't watch none of them, no. But are they out there? From what I heard on the Crime and Consequences podcast, yes, because they played recordings from... Like videos. actual shit. Uh, yeah. That's so, super fucked. Yeah, it, it, like I said, it was a good podcast, though. It was it was good, but it's kind of fucked, too. But obviously, that's what you're there for, right? To hear it all. Right. The, Like I said, the brutal scene um, showed him smothering one of his victims to death. The tapes were so bad that the police chief requested psycho- psychological counseling for officers who had watched them saying that they'll give you nightmares literally in the podcast like i said they go into depth with the tapes i'm not doing it um because i i don't want to 
Yeah, no, that's why I asked if it was out there. So if people do want to go forward and research more, by all means, go ahead. But we're not gonna. Uh, no, go I'm into not that. gonna. Uh, uh. So I do want to mention though, in the video, in one of the videos, not in the video because it's multiple. In one of the videos, it shows Maury raping the woman. He stops, walks out of the room. He's gone for a minute or so. He comes back with a Corona bottle and rapes her with the Corona bottle. So, it was very fucking graphic. Very, very graphic. So, like I said, I'm not going to look for any of those videos or audio clips, honestly, for that. Because it's just it's so fucked. Because on not only, like... Be warned. I'm warning you. They're rough. out there. You can find them. They're obviously going to be rough videos, but... My whole thing is, what the fuck? They're dead. Like, a lot of these, you know, these women died. So, like, knowing their fate is so... Starting out the video, knowing, like... Their fate is what really gives me, like, the heebie-jeebies. And then there's women on there that are identified bodies, but unidentified. They don't know who they are. That is so fucked up. That are, that's a plane, guys. That is so fucked, though. Like, they, they know that they died, and they know that he did it, but who are they? Right. Yeah, that's so sad. So fucked up. So like, you're a piece of shit, regardless of... He's a if, fucked up individual. Like, there are so much... There's... There, ugh. You fucking shitbag. There's a special place in hell for people like you. Yes. If it's real, that's definitely where you're at, sir. Like, you need to be drugged to the gates of hell. Oh my gosh. So, throughout his lifespan, though, he was only believed to be active from, like I said, 2000, possibly, at, you know, before that first, I'm sorry, before that second prison stint, and then he went to prison, to 2002, but really 2001 to 2002. That's a lot of victims to, Maury like, how many was himself, it? he claimed 17 in his letter he wrote to the reporters. So what? I mean, I always go with what they say usually, because why would you just lie about that? But yeah, for sure. I mean, people do it. He claimed seventeen. Police concluded he could have killed between twelve and twenty women in that span of time. But like I said, I always just go with the killer. Like who just brags about that? Besides a fucking lunatic. And if you're doing that, you need to be locked up too. Yeah, but because I just feel what? like I just feel like you would know your number. Yeah, I think he would know before I would know or before Captain Joe would know. Like and what's what's 17 and and that's not <laughs> That's 20. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? I like, mean, honestly, like, glad he didn't get to 20, I guess, but right. that's 20 still. My my point exactly and and it's not like he's not claiming any at all or one or two or something, but he <laughs> 17 and 20 is like, damn near. Why right. would you even go with 12? Right. Maybe that's how many victims they've seen in videos. Because, like I said, I didn't sure. watch the videos or none of them look up. Mm -mm. Yeah. Uh -uh. To Not even trying to ones. find a video. That's really fucked, though. 17 is what he claimed, though. Mm hmm. And they showed him that map was to victim 17, and there was a body there. Mm. Fucked. So, three days after his arrest on June 10th, Without ever being questioned again by police, Maury Travis 
was found fucking dead in his cell. This piece of shit completed suicide and was found with a pill case pulled over his head and his hands were tied behind his back and he was hanging in his cell. No comment. He didn't take a the easy way out. Nothing. No, you know, no, no, no. I, I, to make you feel I'm any torn type of way because that pisses me off. That's it pisses instant, me off. That's instantly what I felt too. Was pissed off. Like, wow, you piece of shit. You, you took the easy way out. Like, that's so shitty. Like, you put these women through such hell, mm-hmm. and then you were like, okay, well, I'm not gonna deal with this and have to face all here and it all. But oh no, but you wanted to deal with that mm-hmm. and do that, but you didn't want to deal with the family and having to be there and deal with live with it in front of everybody and deal with the consequences exactly but in the same sense like i'm happy because he deserves to die right but he deserves to die he should be able to call the shots i feel like yes he she should get the death penalty times 10 yeah but honestly i don't even know i don't love the death penalty just because of the process and it takes so much money and people so you know long. yeah i don't love that so i wouldn't even make i don't go want people to life. sit on i don't want people to sit on death row i want if i if they're getting death i want them to be killed in Honestly, the, at least in right. the next year or two like you're right what I is taking want, so long i want to give them like four years max not even five but i don't even want to have them at that you could have these people mark. like back to back in there and just killing them off like i don't understand what the holdup is put them down is you, you've put them to their fate why are we you convicted them for murder yeah and you're gonna give them death what what takes you 15 years and three appeals and like why do they have that option that's asinine it's like Like, let's just spend three million dollars per fucking death row in me i don't know if that figures right so don't quote me on that but that's so fucked up saying you know why do that and you can spend thirty thousand on them to be in there for life no appeals or you could just kill them off in a, fu- a fucking few years like she said get rid of them like yeah. those those super criminals maury right his get, ass get rid of them yeah and not only that like that why wasn't he a lot in like prison. he should like this, he was it, the mass killer that he he was he should have been being supervised he's like i i don't understand how oh. we even let this happen okay so, okay, well, here we go, because I didn't get to this part, which, okay. you know, this, the, the way he died, like I said, hanging in his cell, hands tied behind his back, pillowcase over his head, some people think that... How would that's you do a, all that? Right, and that it's a little bit of a strange way to, to hang yourself, right? Like, I just think personally that he didn't want to watch anything, you know, as far as, like, his death. And he, you know, didn't want to be able to stop his death. So that's why I think he did it that way. You know, while some others, you know, maybe think that it wasn't a suicide. I don't know. While he was being held, though, he was, in fact, on suicide watch, like you state. You know, he was supposed to be checked on every 15 minutes. And a guard somehow missed two check-ins. So if you missed two check-ins... Okay, listen, though. If you missed two check-ins... You've went at, say, on the hour. You missed the one at 15. You missed the one at 30. The next check-in is 45. So you've left them alone for 45 minutes total. So plenty of time. Plenty of time to kill yourself. Or 
the really, murder. <clears throat> really 15 minutes, but is enough. But. Uh, not really, because you can be saved. Oh, yeah. That's you can true. be saved that's and true. maybe, you know. Revived at that yep. point. Yep. So, that's somehow the guard though. missed the two check-ins. I don't know. Gave him the opportunity to kill himself. Or was he epstein I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe somebody did kill him. Uh, hell. I mean, he's gone. Fuck him. Fuck his ass. Piece of shit. So, imagine this. Remember the address I gave you guys earlier? Yeah, the... 1001 Ford Drive, Drive. Ferguson. Mm -hmm. The house, guys, owned by his mother. Mm -hmm. Imagine this. You're just sitting on your couch... Watching a cold case file documentary on A&E, as one does, i.e. you, uh-huh. me, everybody listening. All right. And they're telling you this story, and a house pops up on the screen, and you're like, huh, that house looks so familiar. And it's the fucking house you're sitting in and currently renting. That's what happened to this girl. There was a whole article about her. I didn't, I'm not going to name her or nothing like that. But <laughs> That is so fucked. I'd be like, wait, wait. That happened. That happened to this girl. So it was like 2014 or 15, I believe is what it was. She was renting a house. And it was Maury's old house where he had the torture room in the basement. Oh, Lord. See, people, that's why you got to do your research because... <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, after it was discovered, you know, the landlord was still Maury's mom. She still owned the house, was renting it out. Wow, you dirty bitch. Still renting it out, you know. You dirty bitch. Without giving any tenants I any fucking information of the dark past. Nothing. Why Didn't would give it that? Out. Why would she? That's her. That was her son. She's like, fuck them. There was nothing wrong with him. So, you know, obviously the tenant was like, I want out of my lease. <laughs> Fuck you, I bitch. want out of this goddamn Fuck lease, you, bitch. Again. Come on. Right. And, you know, at first the murderer's, uh, murderer's mom, she was not trying to give anything back. Wasn't trying to let her out the lease. No money back. Nothing. Like, you dirty fucking bitch. How the fuck dare you? And your dirty ass son. Fucking murdered. How many people? You don't even know, do you, and then, bitch? And then repainted the walls 47 times. You sick fuck. I wouldn't even be able to sit there. You I better have... have changed out that goddamn drywall, bitch. Oh, my God. She eventually let the tenant out of the lease, though, after being approached by the fucking local housing authority. I looked, though, to see if this house was for rent right now or mm-hmm. anything. for sale. It's <laughs> off market, so it's not currently being... Um, for rent, but it may be rented. Right now. Currently. I don't know. Or someone else may. We do I don't not know. advise I'm not, looking, going to the home. I'm not going that. I'm I not mean, going to it, no. No, I'm not. That's, I'm telling other people. Like, oh, I yeah, would, hell no. I that's, would not suggest doing that. That's super extra. Don't do that. Yeah. Guys, that's that's super extra. We don't we don't condone shit like that. Yeah. Because if you come to my house talking some shit, I don't care what the fuck can happen, guys. You know. <laughs> you know the end of that story. Yeah, that's fucked. So, moral of the story here, guys. Please don't be a Mori. Please don't be a Mori there. And, as Katie said, 
Google all your fucking future addresses before renting or buying or apartments before renting or buying. All right, guys. But that, that was that was such a fucked up story. And then I looked up the pictures, and now my mind is even more fucked. And you guys have got to see this shit. You got to definitely, definitely. Um, my resources for this, um, I've mentioned it a couple times. Crime and Consequences. It's episode seventy six. Uh, you can find that on Apple Podcasts. That's where I did. Um, I used Medium dot com, and I used Visica dot com and murderpedia.com and i used a little bit of wiki you know wiki's not the best but i did use a little bit because you know they have some of that general info so i did do that well guys thanks for hanging out with us tonight um and listening to the case um this is a comic crime podcast hosted by husband and wife duo justin and katie daniels um this is a true crime podcast that has our spin on the case and suspects we're saying everything in respect of the victims and their families. This is our lighthearted way of bringing you the case with as much accuracy as we could research. You can hit us up with case suggestions. Um, just make sure to add um, case suggestion in the subject line. Um, our Gmail is killersallaroundus at gmail.com. Our Facebook is killersallaroundus colon a true crime podcast. Twitter is at killersallaroundkillers. At around killers. Oh, lot killers all around us, right? Yep. Okay, and then Instagram at killers all around us, and then check out our website. Um, it's killers all around us, a true crime podcast dot wordpress dot com. And then we will see you guys next time. All right, bye. Bye, guys.